Okay, all right. Hello, my friends, and thank you for listening to the B2B Marketing Podcast. I'm your guest host today, Katie Martell, from across the pond in the U.S. of A, where we are thrilled to welcome the B2B Marketing community together at last again in Chicago for Ignite USA, May 23rd through the 24th. Now, this is an event, this is an event purpose-built around the challenges and opportunities facing B2B organizations. So we hope you consider joining us not only to network with your peers, to celebrate the winners of the 2023 Elevation Awards, but also to hear from our star-studded lineup of B2B growth experts, one of whom I have the distinct pleasure of sitting down with today, and I'm so excited for you to meet Dan Swift, CEO of M- Empire Selling and a former Boy Scout. Hi, Dan. Welcome to the show. <laughs> former, but you snuck that in, didn't you? Thank, thank you very much. Good to be here. I'm giving Dan a hard time because prior to our podcast, you know, I like to prepare my guests. I, little, you know, I do like to send the questions ahead of time. Dan, I'm going off script today, though, because mm-hmm. he sent me back all of his answers. Now, in an attempt to stay on message, I, I applaud that. But um, Dan, they should have warned you about me. This interview could go <laughs> any way in the world. Who knows? I love knows? it. But like a good Boy Scout, you were uber prepared, and I do appreciate that. Um, but dude, welcome to the show, and we're so happy to have you. You're in the New York area. I'm in the Boston area. We will converge in May mm-hmm. in Chicago. Are you looking forward to it? Oh, I cannot wait. I love, love, love Chicago. Um in a, in a prior life or two prior lives, I had um, sales organizations during my time at Thomson Reuters and at LinkedIn in Chicago. So spent a ton of time and can't wait to get back. Oh, you've been changing the world one business at a time, one sales team at a time. Let's actually start there because for those of you that don't know Dan and Empire Selling, which by the way, is getting a brand new name in just a few weeks time. So I'm going to start calling it formerly known as Empire Selling, but I, they, Dan won't tell me the new brand. Tell us about the organization and your mission. Definitely. Well, thank you. So, so I founded Empire back in 2018. And we provide a digital revenue acceleration program to B2B companies to help them expedite the use of social media and digital tools to to win new customers and to deepen the relationship with existing ones. So we tend to work with later stage funded organizations and and publicly traded ones, companies like um, SAP, Broadcom Software, Vodafone Business, and a lot more. So, So in fact, in the last five years, we've we've transformed more than 75 companies and trained more than... 10,000 sales professionals is now in, in more than 100 countries. So it's been, uh, it's been quite a journey. I'll say. And heck of a journey, right? Because it, it sounds like you're really on the front lines of how go-to-markets are changing. And I, I got to ask this question now based on that perspective. How is the world changing? 75 different companies, 10,000 sales professionals, 100 countries. You've got an interesting point of view. So at a high level, how are we changing? It's been fascinating. I think at the core of all of this is what we call buyer experience. And just the the expectations of today's buyers are obviously so different to what they were even two years ago, mid-pandemic, right? Um, And you go back five, 10 years, I mean, they've changed significantly. And companies just have not, despite all the technology and all of the uh, conversation, we just haven't evolved in the way that buyers need them to evolve to provide the kind of experiences that they expect today so um so yeah it's been that 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 for us is the thing that we focus all of our time on energy on 
It's really fascinating. And I, we could have probably spent three hours <laughs> just talking about like all the ways buyers have changed and therefore mm -hmm. their expectations. Um, but I'm going to make you do it in just like one word because, you know, that's what I get to do as a podcast. So you get the hard job of making it simple. Um, and I want to ask this in context. So the theme of our event this year for Ignite is the new frontiers mm -hmm. of B2B marketing. It really is a new ball game. So in only a few words, how do you describe the new frontier? So I'm going to do it in two words, new momentum. So we believe strongly that companies need to take a, a long, hard look at what's working and what's not. So things have got to change. You think about just some of the, the, the motions that are happening today. Think about the current SDR model, just as one example. So companies are putting their commercial success in the hands of people that are more often than not in their, their first or their second job. With such limited commercial experience, they're told to go make an unrealistic number of cold calls or cold emails, which means throwing people into that personalized cadences and, and get excited if they get like a 1% response rate. It's absolute madness. And, and what reputable economic buyer in today's climate genuinely wants to speak to a 23-year-old about their business challenges, right? And then have to regurgitate everything that's been said to an account executive who asks all the same questions. I mean, it's, it's, it's just broken. And that's just one example. So companies have got to, to think very closely about what they're doing, what works and what doesn't. It's, it's all about new momentum. And, and tell me about this idea of momentum. I mean, to me, it's it's continuing on the way we're going, but it sounds like you want to put the brakes on some of the uh, tried and true playbooks of that. And I and I love that you, by the way, are calling out the 20-something SDR, calling on some C-suite. It is a dysfunctional model. So tell me about the momentum you want companies to create. Yeah, so, so we look at it from a, from a revenue perspective as, as looking at what's in plain sight right in front of you. Right. So it's human capital. It's getting folks in the organization to want to be will know their roles in the revenue engine, but know how to execute their roles with efficiency. So the topic itself, when it comes to Ignite, and by the way, my session is Wednesday, May 24th, 1245. Not that I'm plugging it, but I'm plugging it. And, um, and I want to provide a, a perspective as a sales leader to marketers. So the topic that I picked um, was, um, was <laughs> what are the five things that sales leaders don't want marketers to know? And it sounds a little strange, right? But salespeople and sales leaders in particular, they, they, they don't often get vulnerable and don't often put their hand up and say, hey, you know what? I actually don't know that. So help me. And um, the topic itself, we're going to be walking through with marketers um, and they'll leave the session with a clear understanding of how to go and align with sales leadership to drive that kind of execution in the field. So I'm a sales leader, right? I've run enterprise sales organizations at Thomson Reuters, LinkedIn, Sprinkler. Um, and what we focus on at Empire is we've, means we've seen absolutely everything there is to see. So, so we want to bring that perspective to marketers so they can leave the session and then go back to their organizations. And it's so tactical. There's going to be things that they can implement immediately on getting back to uh, to, to the to the office, whether that's wherever that is. 
if the office is in your bedroom or if yeah, it's in an actual indeed. building, you know, indeed. we don't judge here. Yeah, I love this idea. So it's about a new momentum. And that momentum you're saying is really structured on um, sales and marketing, working better together, which again, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'll ever stop hearing from the minute I joined the B2B space many years ago to now, it is always going to be kind of a problem. Um, but I do think it's solvable. Can you describe a little bit about what this new momentum looks like? What sales and marketing under this new direction that you're sending folks, which by the way, you should be following Dan's lead on this. Don't forget, yeah. May 24th, 12.45 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. Tell me about what that new alignment looks like. Totally. So, so let's talk about like quantify the problem because we've talked, or it's been talked about so much, but we can do so much better. Now, IDC, without geeking out too much, but they're saying that misalignments cost in organizations an average of 10% in annual revenue. Forrester is saying that B2B organizations with aligned revenue engines can grow 19% faster and are 15% more profitable. So it matters so much. So in my session, I'm going to explain how what we call a connected and empowered enterprise can break through all the noisy industry chatter and transform the company into one that buyers proactively want to do business with. So people who come to the session, they'll leave with these t- these tactical takeaways that they can de- deploy immediately. So strategies for engaging and activating sales leaders, their teams, how to get your sales teams to leverage the content that you've already produced as marketers and the event investments that have already been made to go and realize the true and real ROI once you get your salespeople activated and know how to use it. And then how to extend that that brand reach in a measurable and meaningful way. And we're also going to cover what has to stop. There's things that are happening right now, and I'm not going to give too much away. You've got to come to the (laughs) session, but what has to stop. I really, I'm dying for the session. I wish it was happening tomorrow because this is one of those sessions that I, I as you're not, as you're talking and those of us listening, you can't see me right now, but I'm absolutely nodding. My neck is actually hurting from the amount of <laughs> nodding, like a bobblehead, because you said something so critical that I love, which is moving actually away from alignment into activation. Mm. You mentioned content, you mentioned events. Look, as a former in-house B2B marketer, that's what I was always aiming for. Please mm-hmm. use this stuff. Please leverage these opportunities. I think it's fantastic, but I also know that this topic is just everywhere. Um, and there's a lot of misinformation about it. So tell me what the biggest misconceptions are when people are looking at drawing closer alignment to create this momentum that you to- want to eventually. Totally, totally. And, and just a comment on what you just said as well. Salespeople have never really officially at least I haven't, been trained on how to leverage marketing effectively. And that's part of what we do as an organization. But the biggest misconception is that getting alignment is actually harder than it is and and that it has to involve a dashboard. So everything you need for internal alignment, explosive external growth, is actually already within your grasp. And we call it the connected enterprise. And it involves activating, engaging, and leveraging human capital effectively. So the people that work at your organization are the key to your success. If you can get them on brand, get them on message, get them advocating for the organization, get them opening their networks to the sales organization, get them proactively looking into their network to bring people to the sales organization who they could introduce them to. I mean, there's so many benefits. And and, and the, 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 the candid way of wrapping is by this, there's no need for like expensive technologies or painful processes that need to be ripped and replaced. None of that. It's literally taking a close look at your people and then putting this concept of the connected enterprise in place, which I will be sharing more about 
at Ignite in Chicago. I really love this. It's one long commercial for Ignite, and I'm here for it because it's going to be a phenomenal event. Um, and you've already shared a lot just in 10 minutes, but if you could give us one good tip for listeners, what would it be? Come to my session. <laughs> no, no, no. It, yes, but um, another thing as well, in all seriousness, if, if you can connect with me on LinkedIn ahead of Ignite and you're interested in this concept of the connected enterprise, then we could arrange some time to sync in Chicago. And what we can do is actually provide you with your company's what we call the Empire Employee Activation Index. So it's a score out of 100. And think of it as essentially a leading indicator for your status as a connected enterprise or not, as the case may be. And then you can, you can compare it to your competitors to see where that competitive advantage is. So in addition to the, the session itself, where you'll get a load of great tactical takeaways, meet me with more than one and we'll, uh, we'll give you the data that will actually allow you to go back to your organization and have those conversations with your sales leaders so they look at this in a very different way. Oh, I, I love this. Dan Swift on LinkedIn. Make sure you type it in, take advantage of this offer. But Dan, I can't help, help feel like this is maybe you living some of the, the practice, preaching, you know, uh, what is it? Practicing what you preach a little yeah. bit, giving value. I can kind of see a little bit of, of the social selling I know you're famous for and, and all of that. I mean, what, you know, I, you and I were chatting and one thing you mentioned was something like 1% response rates mm. in kind of existing processes. So I love this. It sounds like you're really leading with value. This is a wonderful offer that's great for your potential buyers, of which they will be lining up the door after <laughs> night. But can you tell me a little bit about kind of... Uh, characterizing what works, how people are getting beyond that 1% response rate, what kind of outreach, um, whether it's a door opener, an account engagement, mm. whatever, what's working today? So 20 years ago, when I started my sales journey, and it's amazing how things come full circle, it was all about relationship selling. And that's where it is today. So for people who are in sales positions now, if you can leverage a relationship to get introduced to that economic buyer or someone that's going to influence the person or even a champion right within an organization or potential champion the when when executed in the way that we teach 70 percent right so you will get a meeting with that person 70 percent of the time versus an email kind of personalized less than one percent it's just madness. And then the other one that we do a lot of work on is what we call our social engagement process. So you see someone on LinkedIn, there's a way to engage socially in a human way that brings value, that gives, 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 and then you ask. And the, the engagement rate on that is 30%, 30% to, to go and get that meeting. So there's just ways to engage with buyers in the way that buyers want to be engaged with that obviously get those conversion rates because you're aligned to, aligning to what buyers want versus send them yet another email. Just, what are we doing? Or, or calling them when they're not going to pick up. It's just ah, madness, madness. It is madness. And I'm laughing as you're, as you're talking because this is something that I think so many organizations have such a beautiful opportunity to really, mm -hmm. really leverage. Um, but change, of course, is scary. I, I want to yeah. ask you a question that's kind of really inappropriate for a podcast because look, we're chatting for 20 minutes today. We're not chatting. But as you're encouraging these organizations to change, right, how mm -hmm. do you get all of these kind of tried and true sales kind of uh, almost mantras that have been hammered into the sales practice for eons? How do you get people to shift their thinking around this, both marketing and in sales? Money. So, <laughs> so, so, so sales, salespeople, for the most part, not always, but are often like coin operated. And performance generally across the B2B sector has resulted in 
on average, 5 to 10% of the sales organization hitting quota, which means they're the ones who are actually making any, any money nowadays. And, and the sad part of all of that, right, is that's why a lot of people go into sales. So salespeople now more than ever are eyes wide open and ears wide open to anything that is going to give them an opportunity to be successful. And it might not be money, I'm joking. It could be just like recognition right? It could be whatever drives that salesperson. So now more than ever, salespeople are open to those new ideas. And they're also open to being taught how to leverage the work that cross-functional partners have done and are doing. So you take marketing, teach a salesperson the importance of being on brand or on message, right? So that first touch point with a potential buyer converts to a conversation. Um, so that's their LinkedIn profile. Build a network out. Start sending messages, like not only one to, to many on LinkedIn, which is your posting strategy, the original marketing content, but one to one too to start nurturing relationships before going for that proverbial jugular, right? And asking for the meeting. So there's salespeople are open to now more than ever to, to learning as are sales leaders because those playbooks for that have served them right for you know 20 years um don't now align to what buyers want and need so it's a it's a new it's a new era and tying it back to the new momentum concept the only way companies are going to hit the expectations of whether it's the, the private equity firm or the uh, the shareholders the only way they're going to do that is is taking a long hard look at what they're doing currently and and looking at new ways of doing things New is scary, but my friend, you're so right. Unless we embrace that change, hey, what are we even doing in mm-hmm. 2023? I like yeah. that you're describing it as a new era. It's new momentum. And of course, at B2B Ignite, we're going to celebrate a new frontier. And we cannot think of a better person to help us navigate that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. What haven't I asked you today? This is your chance to make sure you get across to our listeners or anything else you want to share ahead of your star-studded mm-hmm. event, uh, Ignite USA. Um, so I'm going to ask for two things. Number one is... I've got three kids under eight. So a seven and a half year old, a five year old and a one year old. So any strategies and tactics to keep them in their bed throughout the evening and throughout the entire night so I get some sleep would be wonderful. And then the second thing is there's any rugby players who or former rugby players who are going to be at Ignite in Chicago who suffer from everything that I broke in my body. And I'm now 46 years old. So um, anything to make the pain go away would, would be fantastic. Dan, I got you on that last front, uh, you know, here in the U.S. No, I'm just joking. But really, Dan, I like that we're asking for uh, childcare tips, analysts and substances all in the same podcast. My friend, we've covered it all today. I think, we have, yeah. I think so. We're ready to go. No, thank you so much for joining us. Like I said, the new momentum, the new frontier, it's all at Ignite USA, May 23rd, 24th in Chicago. Find out more at B2B, the number two, B2Bigniteusa.com. Uh, or, and please don't forget, my friends, Go on LinkedIn, Dan Swift, type it into your little thing. You're going to get something free, completely free, a high value offer just by connecting with Dan before the show. Um, Dan, anything else you want to share before we kick you off and wait to hear from you again in May? That's it. Reach out to me ahead of time. Let's get some time scheduled and we'll show you how you're doing from a connected enterprise perspective versus your competitors. Oh, I cannot wait for this session. I'm going to make sure they put me in the front row. If they let me in this year, we'll see. They say I'm co-hosting, but I may, I may, they may take back that invite after these podcast interviews. I don't know. But Dan, I hope you had a blast because I know I, I have. I did. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you for being here. And thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you to the B2B marketing team for allowing me to guest host for a select few episodes. Um, if you've enjoyed today's podcast, my name is Katie Martell. If you've hated it, my name is Joel. 
Harrison. All right, everyone, take care, and we'll see you on the next episode of the B2B Marketing Podcast. Bye, Dan. Bye-bye.